0: you know when you walk up at most zoos or like a mall a big place where there's a lot of different places you can go they have those giant maps and you walk up and it says you are here with a big arrow and the reason that's so important is because if you don't know where you are you can't figure out how to get where you're going hey mama what do you think of when you hear the word success fame status and fortune What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League, advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning, maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Well, hello, hello, mama, and welcome to the 15th episode of the Successful Mama podcast. Can you believe we are 15 episodes in? Like that feels so crazy to say out loud. I mean, it feels like just yesterday I was figuring out how to even hook up this microphone and now here we are. So, first of all, if you have been with me for a while, I just want to say thanks. I'm so glad. I appreciate you and Honestly, I love hearing from you. I can't tell you how many of you have reached out to me and said, I really love this episode and this was something I took away from it. This was something I loved or, you know, I just, I'm really enjoying the podcast and I can't tell you how much every single one of those comments, every time I get something in my DMs or somebody texts me or anything like that, I just feel so grateful And it really just brings me up, up, up all day. So, with that being said, I also want to ask what do you want to hear more of? Like, is there a successful mama that you know that you think her story would be incredible and would bring a lot of wisdom and just thought to other moms? Is her story one that needs to be told? Send me a DM, maybe talk to her and just mention it, see what she thinks about it. And then Let me know because I would love to get more moms, more great stories out there. And I know you guys that are listening know some incredible ones. I certainly don't know them all. Now, listen, if you're new here, let me just introduce myself. I am Shannon Carruthers. I'm glad you're here. Um, I am a mom of two boys, a wife to William, who is my incredible sound guy. He makes sure the podcast sounds really great. And I'm very grateful for him. He also did the music, our intro music, our outro music. He put that together, like I played ukulele and he mixed it all. He even had our boys sing some of the backup parts. And if you listen closely, you can hear my grandmom's sifter as part of like the the noise, the scratching noise in the intro. So listen really closely for that, but he's amazing. So a little bit more about me, you know, my own journey took me down an interesting path that I did not expect. I have a degree in foreign language and international trade. So that basically means like half Spanish, half business. So I did not see myself ending up here. However, I've always loved studying psychology and business and leadership. That's always been something that I've really enjoyed. And so once I started down this path, and I needed more of this in my own life, and by the way, if you want to hear that whole story, you can go back to episode five and just listen to that. It'll, It'll tell you and fill you in on the details. But in my own story and how I needed those things, it brought me to this place where I was talking to other moms, and I recognized the fact that, Other moms needed this stuff too. And I had so many people telling me, like, you need to be a coach. You need to be a coach. And so I finally jumped in, and here I am, loving it, enjoying it so much, and also doing this podcast. And my goodness, what a great thing this has been. I'm just going to spend a few minutes just telling y'all about this before we jump in. Um, I had no idea as I began to tell these stories of moms and like, use this platform and this space to let them share themselves and their wisdom and also like their hardships and their struggles and their hearts I had no idea how much it would affect me like I knew I knew that it would be powerful and inspirational and it needed to be shared and I knew that it would impact women who listened but I don't know why I never stopped and thought about the fact that I was one of those women that would be impacted too. And so I really have spent some time over this last week thinking about how grateful I am for this opportunity and how I don't take it for granted. I don't take it lightly. I feel a great sense of responsibility to do this well and I hope that You can see that coming through as the episodes come out on your end, that a lot of time and work and energy and effort goes into this. But I think that it is totally worth it and it is totally worth sharing and needed. So listen, before I get started, this is the last thing and then we're going to jump in. I want to ask you, I know you hear it all the time if you listen to podcasts, but could you go and leave me a review? Like, I'm asking you as a friend, as just an honest favor. And here's why if you will go and just take two seconds, scroll down, click on, leave a review if you're on iTunes or if you're on Spotify, I think you can just leave five stars. I hope you like it that much. But if you will do that, it really and truly helps to spread the word of this podcast and to share these stories and to let other people see it. So, Anyway, that's my favor I'm asking. I'm grateful to you if you have been one of the ones who have left those so far. I'm so thankful. And with that, let's get started. All right, so today we're going to talk about taking inventory, like where you are right now. And this is relevant to you if you are feeling totally stuck and totally overwhelmed and you feel like life is just chaotic and you have no idea what to do next or how to move forward or how to get out of it, or maybe life is good and you wanna continue that, or maybe you just wanna figure out where you are, like self-awareness is so important. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. I'm gonna give you some things that might be helpful to you and tell you about why it matters. So here we go. I'm gonna start with telling you about a trip to the zoo with a whole bunch of first graders, and how this really impacted my perspective on this. So, last year we took my son to the Nashville Zoo, which was really fun, however, it was really stressful. And I'll just tell you, like, my anxiety level with taking my kids out is pretty high, it's gotten better as they've gotten older, but just like counting constantly one, two, one, two. Anyway, so then I now add in the fact that I have other people's children and then we got connected not just with our little group but with two other groups so we have a ton of kids and we are walking through the zoo and so kids are everywhere we're trying to like tell them come back over here like calm down come back stay in line stay with our group whatever it was really really fun but I will say it was kind of challenging so with that being said the zoo was also under construction And so as we're walking around, we're trying to figure out where we're going. And I have this map and I've downloaded the app and I'm looking at it and it's like, I see that we want to go to see, you know, this exhibit over here, but I don't know how to get there because I don't know where we are. Like everything was so chaotic around us and the construction really made it difficult to see the signs and figure out where you were on the map. And you know, when you walk up at most zoos or like a mall, a big place where there's a lot of different places you can go, they have those giant maps and you walk up and it says, you are here with a big arrow. And the reason that's so important is because if you don't know where you are, it doesn't matter if you know where the tiger exhibit is, if you don't know where you are on the map, you don't know if you need to go left or right at this split. You don't know if you need to go through the reptiles or, you know, by the bird exhibit. You don't know because if you don't know where you are, you can't figure out how to get where you're going. And that's the way that I felt the entire time that we were on the zoo trip. I kept getting turned around and I kept getting lost because I couldn't see the markers. I couldn't figure out where we were on the map not to mention the chaos around us from all of these tiny first graders and the construction and everything else. So does this remind you of life at all? I know for me, it was like a dead ringer of this is exactly what life is like. I'm constantly trying to corral my children. Life is chaotic and busy and filled. And I don't have time to sit back and reflect on all of these things, much less it it just doesn't cross my mind, right? To figure out where I am now. However, I will say this, research shows that self-awareness is such a key factor in personal development and growth and getting where you want to go. And I realized that in my own life. So I'm going to give you some, some points and just talk through a few things with you about taking inventory of where you are, how to do it. And again, you can kind of see why it matters. Where are you? You are here. The first thing that I do with my clients actually is this. We talk about where they are. We sit down in a one-on-one coaching session and we say, okay, this is your personality type. These are the things that you like. These are the things that matter to you. This is what brings you joy. And this is where you are and where you see yourself. Now, if you know where you wanna go, that's great because you can take where you wanna go and work backwards from there, starting with where you are and figure out kind of the path to get there. But even if you don't know where you want to go, let's say you are over by the reptile exhibit and you don't know if you want to go see the tigers or you want to go see the pink flamingos. Either way, it's good to know where you are to start, right? Now I also want to say this. I wanted to do a podcast to make this information available to you because I recognize, number one, how important it is, And number two, the fact that it's not something that everyone is able to do to go out and get a coach and hire a coach, much less not something anybody even thinks about a lot of the times. Like I know when I started this journey, I did not know a single person who had hired a coach. That was just not even in my vocabulary. And so now that I've gone down this path, I recognize just kind of like therapy has grown. Now, I'm not saying I'm a therapist, that is totally different. Therapy goes and works on your past and I think there is so much value in therapy. Um, We focus as coaches on your future and where you're going and we really just act as a mirror for you. With that being said, you can utilize so many of these tools in your own life from your home and that is what I wanted to give you this option to be able to do with the podcast because I recognize everyone's not able to go out and get that. So where do I start, Shannon? I'm so glad you asked. You start with just being honest with yourself. No judgment with your answers, okay? This is not a time to judge yourself and go, okay, you're a terrible person because you're failing at this, this, and this. No, this is literally just understanding, being honest, and figuring out where you're at. Another reason I think that we often don't go to this place and ask ourselves this question, or, you know, try to figure out these kinds of things is that we don't really want to know the answer. Because if we're unhappy with where we are, it means we have to do something about it. And that's very uncomfortable. And as a society, as a people in general, we tend to not like discomfort. So I just want you to be open to the idea that you may not love everything about where you are and that's okay. And also just to remember the fact that this is a season, whatever season it is that you are in and your seasons may look differently as you go along. So just be willing to be honest and open with yourself. Think about the first answer that comes to mind, not Don't try to like fix it and go, well, because you'll overthink it. Go with that gut feeling, that first thought that comes to mind and just go from there. So some of the questions that I would start with if I were you is, what are my strengths? What are the things I'm good at? What are my weaknesses? Where do I struggle? What are the challenges I face? Am I happy right now? Like truly, am I happy what's working in my life, and what's not? What fills me? What brings me joy? What lights me up? What do I love? What makes me gut laugh? (laughs) Like all of these things matter just to know yourself a little bit better. Is there anything I need to let go of? Anything that's not serving me in my life that I'm holding on to? How do I talk to myself? What does that sound like in my head, in the way that I'm speaking to myself every single day? This one I feel like is a pretty common one that we as women need to work on. What do I value? Now this one gets me when I really stop and think about it. This was one of the biggest things that helped me to see my need to change. How would I feel if my child was living their life in the way that I'm living mine now? Like really stop and think about that. What advice would I give to my sons? What advice would I give to my daughters or daughter or son, if you just have one kiddo, but what What I tell them if they are in the same situation that I'm in right now, because I think that whenever we think about our children, it allows us to go deeper and say, okay, number one, I want what is best for them. I want them to have their biggest dreams, their biggest desires. I want them to live an amazingly beautiful life. I want them to feel happy and fulfilled and confident and joyful. And I want the best for them. And yet, we often don't treat ourselves that way. And so just asking that question, how would I feel if my child was living their life in the way I'm living mine. And the last one that I ask is, what does success mean to me? I feel like you might have heard that one a time or two. Now remember, no judgment here. Just be honest with yourself. There are no wrong answers. Because what you want to do is come up with where you are right now. Now listen Maybe you are not someone who is great at looking at all of those things for yourself. So I will challenge you to go and ask your friends. Tell me like it is. Tell me straightforward. What are my strengths? What do you see as my greatest strength? What am I good at? What are my weaknesses? What do you think I need to work on? Please be honest with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I need to know this because I want to get better as a person as a mom, you know, as an individual. Another thing that can be super helpful is tracking it, tracking your emotions and your moods, the way that you feel during different days. And even better is tracking it alongside your period. Because if you know what day you start your menstrual cycle, and you go and you track your emotions and the way you're feeling along with that, and you do this consistently over several months, you'll probably start noticing some patterns. Track your migraines. If you have migraines, track your whatever, anything that you are noticing consistently in your life. If you can just get a calendar. Make it so easy, y'all. I'm serious. Like set up your calendar, put a star on it every day whenever you're feeling a certain way or, you know, draw a smiley face or a sad face, whatever. You can also make it super easy to download an app. There are mood trackers. There are different things like that that can be really helpful with keeping up with these things consistently. Now, why does this matter? Because it allows you over time to recognize patterns. Now look, if you're the kind of person that's like, I don't do data, I get it. I'm not asking you to do a major spreadsheet. I just want you to make a really simple thing that you can look at. Just go back and review over the course of a month or two, depending on what it is you're tracking, just to get an idea and see if there's anything that stands out to you. Because the more information you have, the better understanding you have of where you're at to start. Another thing that I would highly recommend, and again, I know you're a mom, I know you're busy, I know you don't have time for this, so make it so simple, but that is to journal. That is to sit down for just a few minutes, write down your thoughts, write down your feelings. This can be in paragraphs if you're a writer and you wanna really go in depth. This can be in bullet points, highlights, This can be like one or two things each day, just some thoughts on where you are, how you're feeling, that sort of thing. Here's why it matters. As you move along and move forward, it is so important to celebrate your wins, even if they're small. And I don't know about you guys, but if you look at your kids, you'll look at them and one day you'll be like, oh, you've grown so much, but you don't see the difference from day to day. I saw my nephew the other day for the first time in quite a while, and it's like, oh my gosh, he has grown so much. I'm not seeing him every single day, and so I notice a big difference. But when you are so close to your kids, you don't notice that difference every day, right? Right. It's the same thing with you and your thoughts and the changes that are going on. And so without those notes written down, sometimes it's hard to recognize how big of a difference you've made and how you need to actually celebrate those changes because they are happening even if they're slow. Remember, slow growth is sustainable. So those little things are the things we really wanna focus on celebrating. The other thing I love about figuring out where you are in this moment is sometimes it gives us the tools that we need to meet us where we are. There is a special place in my heart for kiddos who have special needs and their mamas and daddies, of course, too. But as a mom, I know that watching your kid struggle in certain ways, especially when you don't understand what's going on, can feel so frustrating and overwhelming and sad and exhausting. And I don't have personal experience with this, but I've talked to a lot of moms who have gone through this. And this is my understanding. So if this is not your personal experience, I understand this is just what I am relaying from what I've gotten from other moms. I can only imagine how challenging it must feel and stressful. And to get the diagnosis of something whether it brings you joy because you now have answers or whether it makes you feel sad, you know, you go through different emotions. But one of the things that I think can be so, so powerful is the fact that with a diagnosis comes more understanding of how to help your child and meet them where they are. How can we now that we understand what is going on with their brain or with whatever it is they're feeling or experiencing or struggling with now how can we use that information to meet them where they are and give them tools that they need or the learning equipment or you know whatever it is that's going to help them to grow as a person and to be able to thrive It is no different with us when we stop and really take that inventory and say, okay, this is where my struggles are. This is where my weaknesses are. It's not that I'm a terrible person because I have this weakness, but I now have an understanding that this is something that I struggle with and this is not working to meet me where I am. So now I can make adjustments and I may need to try some different tools that fit in order to help me overcome that weakness or at least adapt so that I feel I can better thrive in my environment. If you feel like this is something that you could use some extra accountability on or you want somebody to walk through it with you and ask you some of those deeper questions and really get you thinking and reflect back to you some of those things that you're questioning, I would love to have the opportunity to hop on a discovery call with you. It is free. It we can chat for about 20 minutes and just walk through some of those things and see if one-on-one coaching would be a good fit for you. You can reach out to me at underscore Shannon Carruthers underscore on Instagram. Carruthers is spelled C-A-R-O-T-H-E-R-S, like car and others put together. And if you love this episode, and I hope you did, would you screenshot it and share it and tag me at Successful Mama Podcast? I would so appreciate it. With that, remember mama, that change is hard, but it is so possible. In motherhood, life is chaotic. Things are crazy, but I promise you those small habits, those small changes, they add up over time. And that is what we can do within the chaos of motherhood. So I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you next time on the Successful Mama Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember Mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it.